something? No. Did I? I don't know. <sighs> As any DJ who is participating in this exercise will tell you, it's exhilarating playing 45s, but it is tiring too. Uh, and so I'm going to take a little bit of a break and do Simpsons time uh, with hopefully what you will deem a Singles Going Steady Week appropriate Simpsons episode. Episode number 82, Homer's Barbershop Quartet, was the season premiere of season five, written by Jeff Martin, directed by Mark Kirkland. And it tells the story all in flashback of Homer's Barbershop Quartet. The quartet was Homer, Principal Skinner, Apu, and Barney. And uh, Chief Wiggum used to be in it, but he was kicked out because uh, their manager decided that he was two village people being a cop. Um, and this episode is interesting for many reasons. It's not the first episode that has that is told in little vignettes like this. Uh, Flaming Moe's, I believe, came before and uh, had a lot of really rapid-fire little exchanges that were happening in the midst of the main narrative. But this one took it a step further because the entire episode pretty much is made up of that kind of stuff. Um, what really dominates is the songs. You know, what they did was record the Dapper Dans, which are a real barbershop quartet that perform in Disneyland uh, and have rotating members, but they chose the ones that were on staff then. Um, and they mixed in their own actors, you know, Dan Castellaneta and Hank Azaria and Harry Shearer singing as the Simpsons characters at the same time. Uh, and, you know, so that made for very interesting sounding barbershop quartet singing. Uh, it's funny. It's it's a lot of people's extreme favorite episode um, because it is so Beatles referential. Uh, I guess a lot of people on the Simpsons staff were big Beatles fans, and uh, that's a big reason why the episode came out the way it did. Um, we have big references like you know. Wiggum's ouster can be compared to 
Pete Best being kicked out of the band. Um, and, you know, Barney later on hooks up with a Japanese conceptual artist who never has a name, but she's drawn to look exactly like Yoko Ono. Um, but then there are tiny, subtle little ones like uh, when Homer holds up the album Bigger Than Jesus, which was their, the B Sharp's second album. Uh, you can see that it looks like the back of Sgt. Pepper on the back with Homer uh, turned around with, with his back to the camera. Uh, it's pretty clear that Homer is the Paul of the group and Lenny, or sorry, Lenny, listen to me. Barney is the John. And that leaves, I guess, probably Apu to be the George because of the Eastern connection and... Skinner to be the Ringo by process of elimination. Uh, the episode starts at the Springfield Swap Meet, which is a really cool set piece. There are a couple of funny jokes there about the uh, Bible trading cards that Flanders is selling and um, Mo selling the clamshell Lucille Ball. <laughs> and he does like an impression of Lucille Ball for kind of no reason. And before the B-Sharps album is found by Bart and Lisa, Homer is like on his hands and knees groveling through a crate and he throws out a bunch of priceless antiques claiming that they're junk. So those are pretty funny sight gags. The upside down Jenny airplane, the Stradivarius and the... Um, uh, action Comics number one and like an original copy of the Constitution <laughs> were all in this person's crate. Junk, junk, the airplane's upside down. Stratahuvius? Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's something about this episode that feels disjointed because of how it's all told in flashback, um, but I've come to love it for that reason it's just it's completely absurd and um let me just consult this the simpsons wiki really fast to confirm i was gonna say i would not be surprised if this was considered a non-canon episode that is to say an episode that you're not really supposed to believe actually happened you know you'd have to It's almost like they used the Simpsons characters and Springfield as a jumping off point for this sort of wacky narrative, the way they do in Treehouse of Horror and stuff like that. Uh, according to the Simpsons wiki, though, this asks you to suspend your disbelief and, you know, actually buy that, that it actually happened. Um, the B-Sharps record Baby on Board in... 1985, which, you know, by the time the episode airs in 1993, is already in the recent past. And they enjoy extreme fame just for one summer. And then it's never talked about again. And it's also never talked about again other points in the series, which I have kind of respect for. 
There are shots in this that are taken straight from the Let It Be movie when they're in the studio and looking tired and um, the Yoko, not Yoko, is already with them. It's like exactly the same shot with Homer sort of bent over the mixing board and Barney with his like arms folded in front of it and the other two just sort of looking bored <laughs> at each other. Um, yeah, so I, the B-sharps, star burnt too brightly, it seems, and Homer, even as he's meeting George Harrison and David Crosby and, you know, rubbing elbows with all these famous people and getting a Grammy, which of course he doesn't want, um, finds he misses his family. And so it's just as well that the B-sharps did not cling to their popularity. Seems like it was a very big thrill to have George Harrison um, do the show. He appears at an award ceremony where Homer is being honored and the rest of the B-sharps are. Uh, and... Homer seems very incredulous at meeting George Harrison, <laughs> but it turns out he's only incredulous that George Harrison has a brownie. And that's more exciting to him than meeting a beetle. One of my favorite gags in this is the... Uh picture in picture at the award ceremony where they're going to they're going to give away the Grammy for best soul spoken word or barbershop album and there's one like you know soul diva in picture in picture shown one spoken word artist who's my favorite who's like this nerdy guy balding with glasses with a pipe and uh, reading a book and then there's one other barbershop quartet besides the B-sharps. Um, just like Homer is excited to meet George Harrison and his brownie, Barney is very excited to meet David Crosby, but doesn't know that he's a musician. We can infer that he only admires David Crosby for his drug consumption, which I thought was funny. Um... You can see in this that the animation is a little bit off. The pupil size of uh, all the characters is a little too big. Um, and that was, I guess, a problem that they were having in season four. And this episode indeed is a holdover from season four that did not air until season five. Baby on board, something, something, Bert Ward. This thing writes itself. 
Listener North Guinea Hills uh, brings up that there actually is. The, I, I was wrong in saying that there are no references to the B sharps in future episodes. And it's true that, you know, there aren't like overt references, but there are little details. Um, like when some, like when people go into the attic, for example, you see B sharps paraphernalia. So it really did happen. The B sharps were real. <sighs> this has been Simpsons time. Anyway. And what follows is part two of a three-part interview uh, given to me by Chris King, a friend of mine from the Nighthawk uh, in Williamsburg. So let's join it already in progress. All right, let's see what else we got here. Um, Troy McClure or Lionel Hutz? Lionel Hutz, but not by much. I like them both so much. Yeah, me too. Lionel Hutz, I feel like, doesn't get as much screen time as Troy. Um, He's just a funnier character. So like, he funny. does funnier things. Yeah. He sleeps in a dumpster. He pulls a knife on children. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's a completely unhinged man. What's his What's his business card say? No money down? Uh, no, money down. Right. Works on contingency. <laughs> no money down. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm partial to him, too. I relate to him more. I don't know why. Because you Cause love the brown liquors. <laughs> I do love the brown liquors. <laughs> and the smoking monkeys. <laughs> He's taking another puff. Um, I Speaking of the bootlegging and the explosion of Simpsons imagery and everything that I feel like was overdue to happen, but it's really started happening in the past five years or so. Mm. Um I saw on the Simpsons tattoo Instagram. Uh, what is that? I need to follow that like immediately. Oh, if you just search for Simpsons tattoo, I think you can find it. But, okay. Uh, well, I'm sorry. What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> I saw that somebody <laughs> recently got on their arm Lionel Hutz like cradling the bottle of whiskey. Oh, yeah. I see it right here. The bottle of bourbon. That's amazing. Yeah. He's looking at it's like a little he's like looking at it like it's a like a cherished item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no caption on it even. No, that's that's, that's good. what's so cute about it. What's that? You want me to drink you, but I'm in the middle of a trial. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's my kind of guy. I'm not wearing a tie at all. Just for the un- it is uh, it's at the Simpsons tattoo on Instagram. Okay, so that's going to 138,000 followers. That's a lot. Yeah, so if you're not following it yet, you're the only one. I know. <laughs> that was directed at the podcast listener, but I guess also <laughs> at you. Also me too. <laughs> I follow it. I've been following it for at least 45 seconds now. Fantastic. Uh. All right. If you had the monkey's paw, what would you wish for? Mm. I don't know if you want to do one or if you want to do all four. Hmm. In real life or in Simpsons life? Okay. You get two wishes. One is in real life and then one is in Simpsons life. Well, like Lisa, I would wish for world peace. It doesn't work out, though. It all falls apart. <laughs> Lisa, that was very selfish of you. <laughs> um, no, I'll amend that. Uh, I would wish for... Oh, my God. What do I want? My life is so good. 
Uh, how about a really nice condo apartment? Mm. Uh, not in New York City, but in New Orleans. Oh, that's a good choice. So, yeah, that's my monkey's paw in real life. Um, for The Simpsons, how about... I wish that they still sounded the same. The same as in the beginning? Yeah. I don't like the way it like it, it I don't I, I clearly I fear change. Uh <laughs> so I wish they still sounded like they did in 1994. Homer's voice is like got this weird husky thing going on that bugs me out. Marge too. Everybody's like, well, I mean, you know, naturally as you get older, you get your voice changes, but Yeah. My monkey's paw wishes that it didn't. I'd also wish for a beach house <laughs> in, a, in a place that's not like, that's stormy, but not stormy enough to sweep it away. Or drive in movie theater. I wouldn't mind having one of those either. Selfish wishes. How about this? I wish for um, Unky Herb to be more of a presence in the life you know of what? The Simpsons. Yeah. You know, speaking of Homer, the car built for Homer. Yeah. I feel like, you know, he's such a good influence on them. They all really character like too. him. He's a funny character. Yeah, for him to like, he is he is way overdue. Yeah, he's so good, and I mean I love uh, Artie Ziff too. He's like of the recurring people. One Which of my favorites Z- is it Ziff again. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Uh, John Lovitz. Yeah, John Lovitz. As... He comes up more than his than Homer's brother does. Way more. Way Homer's more, brother yeah. has only come up. Yeah, what's twice. up with that? Yeah, I have no idea. Come on, Homer, you're not being a good brother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all knew he was a bad brother, but. Dag, man. I mean, Give I don't him want call. him to like be there every time, but if he recurred with the frequency of, say, an Artie Ziff, I would yeah. be very happy. Did we ever find out who his mother is? Who uh, Unky Herb's mother yeah. is? No. So see, that I would mean, be like a perfect thing to write in. Yeah. I would like to see more of Abe and Unky Herb interacting. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't even remember that happening. I, didn't, I don't think it ever did. See what? Uh, guys. <laughs> Simpsons Get it together. There. I'm going to write a, we need to start a letter writing campaign to get God. this to happen. If I was a Simpsons writer, the thing that I would want to do the least would be listen to podcasts like this, <laughs> where nerds are like, eh, I, I wasn't really sold on the the character of database in the beginning. And then... I, don't, I don't sound that way. I don't sound like that. I resent that. It's messed up. Okay, so that was that was like a really hard question. That is a hard question. I should say that one. I for feel last. like I'm overstepping bounds when I think, you know, that I want to change The Simpsons. Like everyone says they want to change The Simpsons, but then when they're put on the spot, like yeah, I mean, who are we to play God? Yeah. Well, I know who I am. <laughs> I'm the center of the universe. <laughs> Duh, the show exists for me and only me. And you, I'll share it with you. Oh, that's very charitable of me, Lord. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's Homer's best odd job? Uh, Mr. Plow is pretty great. I like it when he's a restaurant critic. That's a pretty good one. That one's funny. I love that's a, the, that one. Uh, is like season like twelve or eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a later one. Um, it's a middle one. It's one of those aughts ones that I've that I've been getting more and more into. Yeah, that one's funny. Uh, I like that headline that says nuts to soup. <laughs> it sort of tickles me every time. Um, 
I just saw one where he's an ambulance driver, and he really seems to throw himself into it. That's pretty. a weird one. I haven't yeah. seen that. That's the same one where Marge writes a romance novel that like <sighs> does really, really well. You know, Marge has had a lot of odd jobs, too. She has, yeah. She's the pretzel lady. She writes romance novels. She's a cop. Yeah. Um, some of them stick, though. They're very versatile people, the Simpsons. They can, they can really do anything. Yeah. yeah. There is that fan theory that all of them, not just Lisa, are geniuses. I, you know, I could see that. <laughs> they just hide it, you know, pretty well most of the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, every genius I've ever met in real life is a, a weird person. Yeah, and genius uh, does not automatically confer success in life. Like, no. Sometimes it's actually a hindrance. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if if that's true, then I think I mean like I got, I Marge think and Homer must be really really genius. I think they got it figured out. They seem pretty happy and with what they do. And Homer does like basically nothing for a living. That's right. Yeah, and he does less and less. Like he goes to work less and less. Yeah. The it's more like the my, series It's like my on. dream. <laughs> um, let's see what other odd jobs. There's so many. There, it's like one of those things. There is so many. It's easy to forget. I watched a five minute video of like. It was like the song Working Hard for the Money, and then it was all of his jobs like listed out. Oh, that's great. Some like, hero put that on the internet. Oh, I will find that. Um, yeah, when he was Smithers, that was that's like a favorite episode. That one's really funny. I mean, him pouring the cereal in and catching on fire yeah. is like the funniest <laughs> right. thing I've ever seen in my life. And Smithers says <laughs> that you, uh, one of the tasks that you have, is that you have to moisten his eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a demanding boss that Monty Burns he might be also one of my favorite old people but Abe edges them out because Abe is great I think Jasper's voice is just like the funniest yeah I also kind of like the older like the 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 kind of Jewish old dude oh yeah yeah he's funny too my pills are in that can yeah yeah that guy's pretty good I think Uh, his and his name is old Jewish man oh really yeah he doesn't really have a name (laughs) (laughs) that's funny all right um What's best Homer's best odd job for me? I mean, Mr. Plow's the one everybody goes through. I kind of like it when he's like a like an internet when he runs a website that does nothing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mr. X. Yeah, Mr. X. I like that one. Yeah, that's a sort of enigmatic one, right? Mm-hmm. And what is that... it? It's like the prisoner, right? Yeah, that gets weird. You're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, they're they're all like uh, knocked unconscious by gas. <laughs> Like over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. We're on number 11 now. Oh, this is another Homer question. All right. So what's your favorite Homer daydream? Uh, let's see. Him with the with Marge's hair and saying like and looking in the mirror and saying, oh, I don't need her at all anymore. That's kind of great. <laughs> um, in Duffless, also another looking in the mirror one <laughs> where... He daydreams she, in the mirror a lot. Yeah, she asks him if, you know, beer gives him inflated self-esteem. And, he oh, did, and he's like, like he's his like pecs jacked. are doing the, the can-can. Yeah, <laughs> right. pretty good. Um, I'm partial to the one where he's dreaming about sleeping. And then in he's while he's sleeping, he's dreaming about eating a sandwich. Yes, that's perfect. I love that one. <laughs> that one is amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, all the ones where... Uh, in the thought balloon, you see like a, a wind up monkey or, or like, yeah. a, like, or a like a cow a, or like an old tree. cartoon yeah. or whatever. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. I feel that way. I like love most all those days. Yeah. Say Homer Daydream. I've got terrible recall. I have to like Google everything now. I'm a monster. I mean, the land of chocolate is just a big uh, 
protracted Homer daydream. Yeah, too. it is. Okay, so let's see what else we got here. Uh, there's the bear in the the Shriner car. <laughs> That's like, where ballet in a, is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going in the circle and like to a mostly empty stadium with Homer watching. <laughs> right. And uh, there's him frolicking in beer with the thing, like with the beer truck spilt over. That one's pretty good. I think that one was a that's like that's something that memory, actually though. happened. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, see, it's like a fine line. Oh, and then there's also him in the hammock drinking and uh, drinking lemonade while Marge cuts the grass. Yes, very good. <laughs> Those are all good ones. Oh, is that the you same as chop chop dig dig? I completely forgot. The, two wives. This is the this is the one that I was thinking of when I came up with this question. But my favorite is when he like what would happen if I robbed the quickie mart. And oh, of course. It's Marge doing like a go-go dance and then him in a he, rocking chair and he's spinning Senator. his revolver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Senator Simpson. I'd vote for him. I love it. I've got it going on my phone right now. Look. It's classic. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. It's so funny. It's like my, you know, relationship goals. It's it's so cool. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's... Whatever, it's not that far fetched. It's it's Marge, you know, like it's the yeah. relationship that he has already. He just needs to become elected Senate, and <laughs> right. elected to the Senate, and he needs a rocking chair, yeah. which everybody needs in their life. Do you have a fa- this one's not on my list? But do you have a favorite episode where they like fight the system and to change a law or whatever, or like a controversial sort of thing? Uh, I don't know that I have a favorite one um, that I can remember offhand. I like the what is it, the three hundredth one where. Uh, he becomes garbage commissioner. Oh yeah, takes over from uh, is that the Steve one with Martin with um where they build the wall in the city and then like the Who plays or something. No, that's a different one. But this is Trash uh, of the Titans. Yeah, this is Trash of the Titans. Okay, um, and they are oh, uh, those a tale they, of two Springfields. Yeah, they okay. import the garbage from other cities mm-hmm. and. Um, they actually have to at the end move the entire town like five miles down the road. <laughs> See, that's another they, cop out. Like, I like the medical marijuana episode kind of a lot. I think it's pretty funny. That is one of, yeah, I really, really like that one a lot. Yeah. It's like a good weed joke is hard. It's like a good Twitter joke. Yes. Um, But I think they do it in that one. They have a whole bunch. Yeah. Although I don't think auto smoking weed jokes are very funny for some reason, except for that the concert smells like Otto's jacket. I I like in that one where he becomes Homer's best friend and they like. Well, that's such a natural down. pair. It is. Yeah. yeah. It makes a lot of sense. He could uh, permanently live in like the Simpsons remember the garage and it'll be fine. Yeah. Did the Simpsons have a remember the garage? Well, I think it was in their attic. Oh, okay. They were yeah, like yeah, hanging yeah. out in the attic. Um, but yeah, no, the joke, they call him fingers, but I never see him fing. <laughs> oh, that's it's, a thing. It's like yeah, a really end, yeah. good uh pot joke i like his i also like his uh like his big citizen king picture at that rally where he's like in a rumpled suit and with like, <laughs> like clearly, bloodshot eyes like, yeah. super baked <laughs> it's really funny yeah I, that's it's a really good episode and you don't like, see it there's not through. there's not nearly enough explicit drug jokes on network television i don't think no, there there aren't, and uh, when The Simpsons does it, it's always really funny. Mm-hmm. Like Doan in the Wind, when the whole town, against their will, you know, gets peyote oh. slipped into their juice. I didn't see that one. Oh my god! And everyone is like staring at each other. Like the <laughs> Jasper and Grandpa. Speaking of Jasper and Grandpa, are sitting next to each other on the bench, and they're just going. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! Like <laughs> some butt We're so old. <laughs> 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 and, like, <laughs> 
I uh, I should do a drugs night one night. Oh my god, it would be so popular. People what else would could love we it. do? We could do. I mean, there's the marijuana one. There's a peyote one. I mean, the chili pepper is kind the of a chili drugs pepper episode. one is a wonderful example because it's he trips. You know, yeah, it's and a good. You see all the weird visuals. Like a DMT and, trip or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, there we go. We got our three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's more. There's the uh, Selma's choice, but it's only a little bit of it. You know the. Uh, Lisa becomes the lizard queen because oh, she drinks so the water. Yeah. Uh, at at um, Duff Garden. Duff Gardens. Yeah. yeah. That happened to me once. I didn't hallucinate. It's no joke. Though. You, you got to you got to be ready for it. You just threw up. <laughs> I work hard for the money. So hard for the money. Oh, I something something money. Come on, give me lots of money. And that's all for this week. Next week, uh, we'll feature the stunning conclusion of this three-part interview with Chris King. Uh, I guess I should mention, towards the end of this, we refer to screening Simpsons episodes uh, in a public place, which is what Chris does uh, as part of his job, a very small part, admittedly. Um, at Nighthawk Cinemas on Metropolitan Avenue in Williamsburg, uh, there is usually a theme night called Simpsons Club that occurs every Monday evening where three thematically similar Simpsons episodes are screened. And uh, that happens roughly from the, the early fall into the late spring. And that's all I have to say except that if you want more Simpsons time and more music and all of that, you can go to uh, the archive page for Nazario Scenario, my music show, which can be found here, wfmu.org slash playlists slash an. My name is Amanda, Naz- <laughs> my name is Amanda Nazario, and I thank you for listening to Simpsons time through the debigulator. Bye.